When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to episode 348 of 4th and John. I'm Jeff Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Mal Davis, and yep. Coach Walker in the building. Uh, today's an impromptu podcast because, uh, gotcha. you know, it, yes, it started out as a conversation, then it, it led to a let's show some love to the, the, the prospects that are not getting enough spotlight so we figured we give them some spotlight these are the guys that you you talk about in your dms with the other draft nuts about uh who you watching uh so we're gonna shout out to the the prospects that need spotlight you know again we're this is the deep dive uh, we're trying to go these are these from day one to day three to maybe undrafted free agents this is some some guys that we felt that should get some love uh but first we wanted to uh you know Coach Walker is going to come out here and uh, do the Lord's work. Uh, he he was with us last uh, season when we were talking about, talking about the draft. Um, spent hours with us. That was a good time, right? When we were wow, talking about Owachita yeah, <laughs> Baptist. Yes, sir. Owachita Baptist. And you know this, bro. That was that was a good day, man, for the draft next out there. Um, so, I mean, how are you guys feeling today, man? Happy to be back, man. I mean, I Feeling like good, I said, bro. I've been. It, it's draft season, man. I'm I'm ready for it. I want I want all the mocks. I want all of the uh, all the ideas. All the ideas. I mean, now is anyone will, will flip a coin, odds evens, oh. or uh, whoever's got the most eagle stuff goes first, or we, we, we we'll should go, go with the Sirianni route, man. <laughs> How about the guy who has Rose the most Campbell. eagle stuff on go first? And since you're our guest, we'll allow you to go first. I mean, what, what's a prospect out there that you feel like hasn't gotten a lot of love out there uh, in, in the Eagles community? So the prospect I feel that hasn't received a lot of love is someone that's closer to home for me is going to be a BG Ogilari from LSU. Um, entering the prospect this year, 6'2", 248. Um Definitely during his time, he packed on 28 more pounds because he wasn't that when he left. Um, but, yeah, this is a kid who can play, originally started out as a linebacker, and then can convert over defensive end. So you kind of have that hybrid 
of where he can play that egg style defense, especially in his, you know, uh, odd front that we're going to run with Sean Desai going on in the future. Um, and properly learning from Hassan Reddick and BG and these guys, I think with the skill set he already has now, he can just, you know, the, the, the sky is there. Um, now tell us about that personal relationship that you have with uh, BJ. So BJ, I coached BJ and Aziz when they were both in high school. Um, started my coaching career at Marietta High School, thanks to Coach uh, 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 Richard out there in Marietta, Georgia. So um, I've coached BJ his freshman and sophomore year before I moved to OKC. So um, familiar with the kid, definitely seen him progress in uh, size because when I was coaching him, he was 200, but he was playing on both sides of the field. Um, yeah. But the fact that, you know, you're, you're seeing it now, both the uh, like this draft, you're seeing the brothers come into the leagues now. Um, it, it shows the bloodline like, hey, this is absolutely th- these guys out here, like really working. This is not, you know, just just for, uh, you know, sugar, honey, iced tea and giggles. Um. <laughs> well, I think that a lot of uh, like iron sharpens iron type of stuff has to be going on as well, because, you know, considering they're the ones that are probably going to be spending the most time with each other uh, growing up, practicing with each other. I think that tends to be what happens. Yeah. And coach was talking before we, we got on about like the quality of football in that part of Georgia, too. Right. Like it's not like these dudes didn't play anybody like they've been to your point of like iron cutting the iron their whole life um yeah. and you know i love with bj like he's twitchy right like it doesn't surprise me coach is saying that he was 200 because he moves like a dude that's still 200 pounds right <laughs> and so you know whenever tank talked about it like whenever you're looking at these prospects you want to see how quick they get off and leverage um and he has a quick first step and i love that he keeps his pads low right and like he gets into these tackles and he's already thinking about whatever that move is that's coming um so he would be a great fit for the Eagles. Coach, I'm curious to see where you think that he would be drafted. I had him like a day two uh, grade second rounder, but uh, what were you thinking? I I have him day two, but I can see him sliding into the third just because of day one. It's after the top 10, it's going to be no, a guessing game all the way yeah. out. So. Exactly. And, and, and like me, you were saying earlier today on the phone, it's hard to say who's the unknown because there's so many guys out here outside yeah. of the 15 that it, it can go any direction with any of these teams as we're yeah. progressing through. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we were just talking about that in the show. What was that yesterday, right? Um, yeah. Just the fact that it's, it's such an enigma, right? Like there's so many players that could go so many different places. Uh, that's also why this this conversation evolved to where it did, because it was like, hey, let's throw some other people out here that folks might not be thinking about um, that could slide or maybe even get pushed way up draft boards because they also have these like anomalous traits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean, Sean in the chat says, what's up, guys? Evan Hull, no, running back Northwestern and Tavion Thomas, running back to Utah from the running backs. Okay, yeah. Uh, Evan, Evan Hull, I saw him down at the senior bowl. Nice. Um, he's doing his thing. Um, now, uh, how about Mal? You want to go next? Yeah, let's go, man. All right. Okay. So, I mean, let's talk about Will McDonald then, bro. You know, um, just after we talked about BJ, I feel like going well makes a little bit of sense. Coach was saying earlier, he asked, is Will McDonald actually like somebody that is undiscovered and not talked about? Personally, I feel like he is considering how well accomplished he is, right? That he broke the Big 12 sack record. Um, he's somebody that has an unbelievable first step, right? When you're talking about that get off and being able to get to the quarterback. 
and he also played the five technique for like almost half of his snaps in college and still was able to produce as a dude that absolutely should be playing on the outside of the tackle. So um, I liked his interviews, you know, going Gail's route, listening to him talk about, you know, himself and his accomplishments, but also the fact that he knows he needs to bulk up and he came back to school and had even a down year, but he said that he needed to learn how to become a better defender. And it was also important to him to graduate. So, you know, it also shows the character component. And, you know, the Eagles are looking for people that fit into the culture. Uh, I feel like Will McDonald is is a absolute menace on the outside, but also somebody that could come in, learn from Reddick, right? Learn from Brandon Graham, learn from the folks that laid the foundation for a great defense, right? Like we're trying to turn it over to another chapter. I feel like Will would be a great person to bring in. Interesting. Will Will's getting a lot of love in a lot of our we we've, we've had him in a couple of our mocks. And when you talk about if the whole idea of getting edge a little bit later, he would be a guy that would uh, you know potentially at thirty. Potentially, you know what I mean. So yeah. I mean, not not bad, not bad. Um, well, shout out to Rhonda. She says good evening, guys. Um, shout out to you guys in the chat. Um, if you guys have players that you want to talk about, let us know. Uh, we'll bring them up. Um, and you maybe you'll teach us about some of your day three sleepers. Absolutely. Now, Ev, I mean, you have I got. You want to start with your sleeper first? I mean, that's or you want you, you want to wait I, for that. I, one? I, I, I was going to go kind of in chronological order as far okay. as like uh, where I think they would be drafted at. Uh, and since we're sticking with you know Will McDonald and B.J. Ojolari, we're, we're we're around the top of the draft still. So I was going to go. Uh, someone like an, an Emmanuel Forbes. I brought up Julius Brents yesterday because uh, I, I liked his size as a big, lengthy cornerback uh, and, you know, potentially could be moved to safety. But there, here's another guy that, I mean, his size is, for in, in the height <laughs> standpoint, we're talking a 6-1 corner. Sounds great. I, this, this man is skinnier than Smitty. That's one thing that you got to keep in the back of your mind. Uh, he's weighing in at 166 uh, at the combine. Um, hmm. But I'm talking freak speed, man. 435 um uh 40 and then on top of that what i like about him is this is a guy that can actually he's, he's a game breaker man um he had 14 career interceptions six of them returned for touchdowns he's a guy that uh you know is able to find the end zone once he gets the ball in his hands um could could that potentially be useful in the return game i don't know i i actually i, I don't know if he's if he has any return experience but looking at the speed what he brings in um I think he's an interesting prospect to look at um, that towards uh, like day two um, for, for the Eagles if they hadn't taken cornerback yet. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, dude, like when, he, when he ran his 4-3-5, I, I don't think I've seen a smoother looking 4-3-5 mm-hmm. in a minute. He didn't even look like he was actually um, like running hard. <laughs> so I think yeah. uh, I was just like and, – and then from, um, you know, the thing they say about his way, like, is he gonna be a liability as a you know in the run? Yeah, I mean, our team's gonna try to run at a guy who's built like a uh, Michael Jackson on top of a uh, car. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I mean, it, it is interesting <laughs> considering he's only 166 pounds. They talk about how aggressive of a player he is, and uh, mm-hmm. sometimes that could be even to a detriment. He's playing too aggressively, but I mean, for a guy that. If, if you're looking at him, the, the one concern I would say is definitely his size as far as his weight is concerned. But if you are counteracting that with how aggressive he plays, maybe it can translate. And, I mean, he's playing in the SEC, right? So he, he's playing against top-level dudes. Uh, so 
the weight concern is a thing, but I think that's the same thing that people are saying about Bryce Young. But he held up in the SEC, same sort of context. So, uh, I mean, if he could play in that league and he was holding it down, you know, again, it goes to the whole concept of theory of getting these taller, more longer, lengthy corners in here, safeties in here. Um, so folks will talk about later that with the same traits. But he ran. He ran well, right? So, like, that's also a big piece of this, too. Talking about this cornerback draft, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of corners. Like we, you know, everyone's been stuck on the whole Witherspoon, Gonzalez, uh, Joey Porter Jr. earlier in the in draft season. Now I feel like everyone's like, okay, we got our corners locked in for a couple of years. Let's get the developmental a little later. Lito Lito Shepherd, Sheldon Brown vibes. Let them marinate in the mix, and then you know break out the. Break out the uh, fruit salad next year. How about that? The fruit salad. Yeah, you know, mix it all up, <laughs> let it marinate in the juices. Uh, talk about, you know, like again, we have our quarterback of the future. Um, we have uh, our QB of the the past, like you know the Mariota that should have been here in the in in the in the mix. Um, but I'm talking about a guy that you develop a guy that has kind of like the same skill set as the two guys you have in the house who can come in, try and compete on day three. Uh, let's talk about uh, UCLA quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson, also known as DTR, uh, 6'2", 203, about the same, uh, you know, he's got the same, he's got the same size as uh, Hertz, a little bit uh, lighter than Hertz. But again, talk about mobility, talk about, um, you know, some. He's got some flash plays out there. You know, he's a guy that, um, I think, uh, you know, from from a production standpoint, you know, in, in Chip Kelly's uh, system, uh, you know, he threw for eighty eight uh, total touchdowns. Um, actually, you know, he had total touchdowns. He had 116. He's got 88, um, that he threw, uh, quarterback rushing yards. He's got 1,826 yards, passing yards, 10,000, over 10,000. Um, you know, overall, you just got to think what he's done for UCLA. Um, he was very productive for them. And again, we're just talking about guys that you can develop on the back end. Um, guys that are bought in. He, he's he's a, he's a guy that could have come out last year, but decided to co- go back. He said, he, you know, I want to learn what it's like to be an adult. Like Evan would love this about him. Uh, he, he's <laughs> like, you know, he's like learning out how to be adult, uh, manages finances, you know, got an NIL deal with Activision. Uh, so he, he's a guy who figured that, you know, let me go back a year. Um, he's got the Mamba mentality and a guy that you might want to just try and develop. I like, I, I like him as a developmental piece. I have one question for you though. I mean, you look at his head coach, do those offensive numbers feel inflated at all just because he's got a guy <laughs> like Chip Kelly running the offense. Yeah. I mean, we know how Chip Kelly is as a college head coach. He's a high offensive powered, just throw a billion points up on the board type of guy. Oh, I mean, he's, he's, he's also, Another guy, Mariota, in here, the Chip Kelly guy. So, you know, those little athletic traits, uh, you know, you you start talking about traits. On day three, you start looking at traits. Um, And, again, is Ian uh, Book? Yeah, yeah. 
Is that is that Bible? It's it's time to right turn now? the page, I think. <laughs> turn the page on that book, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I uh mean, I, I like DTR at the combine too, bro. Um, if you saw him, like he he battled, like he kept going. He didn't, you know, on each of the routes, he didn't necessarily start off crispy, but as the throws kept progressing, like he just kept getting better. My question was around like how much of a quarterback is he? Because you definitely see he's an athlete. Um, questions about like certainly the the post snap progressions and and processing. But if he got in here, he could sit behind somebody like Jalen Hurts. I think it would be great. He absolutely has to bulk up. I don't think he could stay 203 and continue to be the kind of player in the NFL that he was at UCLA. But when you watch Charbonnet, and this man is out running as the lead blocker in front of Charbonnet, right, like giving immense amounts of effort. Again, I think it goes back to culture. It goes back to the type of player he is. Um, and you hear him talk in any interview. You could tell he has a good head on his shoulders. So uh, – I like I like the player a lot, man. Like you said, developmental day three dude for sure. Now Todd chimes in with uh, Malik Cunningham, but go ahead, Coach. What are you gonna say about uh, it? It makes sense with our scheme because as we saw last year, um, you know our OC didn't make the adjustments to the personnel we had on the field when Hertz went out. But now, if you have three quarterbacks with the same similar skill, (laughs) the play scheme doesn't change at all. But as well, this kid already understands the RPO aspect of it. So now he can sit next to Brian Johnson and kind of, you know, learn how to actually play a quarterback. Um, There's no no need to rush him. And, like, even if it doesn't work out, yo, you know, he's still somebody that contributes something to the team, right? Like, he's even still a voice in that QB room. So, yeah, I love it, man. Now, Todd uh, mentions Malik Cunningham um, out of uh, Louisville. Uh, He's another guy who – did his thing down at the senior bowl, but um, another guy, developmental. Um, so keep him in mind on day three when you're uh, eating your popcorn. Okay? You guys Shout think uh, Stetson ends up getting drafted? Or you think it's possible that he's another Carson Strong type that goes uh, UDFA? I think someone Dude, might. Car- Car- Carson Strong I, I think last year was time. was being mocked everywhere from the first round all the way to yeah. the seventh and then went undrafted. <laughs> yeah, well, I, <laughs> like, I'm just saying. <laughs> Because it was funny because, like, some people were like, yo, Carson Strong, man, in the first. I'm like, bro, after the Senior Bowl, like, he, I guess the inter- he didn't interview that well. Mm-hmm. And that was, that, was the, that was the word that he didn't interview well. And people were like, nah, that's, that's some draft talk, whatever, draft rumor stuff. But he didn't. Um, and that's exactly why he fell. I, I think um, who else was saying that? But uh, at the, end, at the, at the uh, Combine – he was out there throwing to wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, that was smart of him to go out there. All these teams are out there to talk to, so might as well go out there and Compete. let everyone see what you can do still. Uh, very interesting. But Stetson Bennett should get I think he drafted. drafted. Yeah. He get drafted, but his lifespan is going to be – because you're running into that uh, uh, who's homeboy from Oklahoma State that entered the league at like 40. Oh, um, Brendan Sweet, Brendan, yeah, uh, Sweden, not nah, Sweden. What the heck was his last name? But yeah, got drafted but, yeah. by uh, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, he went at the like end of the first. Yeah, he's twenty eight in a Tybo class. <laughs> yeah, but yes, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, Brandon Weed. Yeah, Weed. Brandon yeah. Weed. You're going to be taking them hits as a QB. The the body falls apart after thirty. I think some of us can. You know, off of experience, sure. kind of know that because I'm still in. I'm 31. 
Coach, you trying to say Coach Walk? Yeah. I'm just saying somebody got to agree with me on this one. I Yo, know, right? My ACL, I was hanging up on in bed three shows ago, five shows ago. So. My ACL was hanging on by a paperclip. <laughs> I would say that uh, yeah. I still got it, but I my body does not have it. Um, <laughs> moving right, moving right along, man. Uh, let's 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 go right. Let's go back to uh, Coach Walk. What you got? Uh, what you got on it? Put some stank on you. All right, my next one. I like pause. I, I like to stay on the defensive sides just because you know that wins games. Um, mm-hmm. You you can have a a a clock manager and still produce on a defensive end, as we saw with the 2000 um, Ravens, and then again with the Ravens again. <laughs> I mean, but uh, San Fran last year, right? Like, absolutely. Uh, well, well, the defense didn't save them in the NFC <laughs> <MC> Championship. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm looking at a, and I'm probably going to chop this up, Felix Anu Daiki Uzuma from Kansas State. This is, this is another bo- uh, body I'm looking at because – I'm looking at this defensive scheme, um, and it's all about controlling the edge and then as well, lane discipline. And this is what this guy has. 6'4", 255, um, definitely is going to be a big type of body. And then especially with the defensive scheme we run when Philly, um, he's right. definitely going to be playing in that three-eye technique a lot um, because of that defensive scheme uh, that we do run into. Um, the thing with him I love about him so much is his motor. Um, he's determined to get into that backfield either way. And it's additional skill sets he have that he can work on, but it's not just a simple bull, uh, bull rush. He can, you know, have aggressive hands to try and get back there. Um, his bend is not as sexy as I would like it for it to be. Um, pause. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but at, at, at the end of the day with proper coaching, that's something you can coach you know, fine tune as far as the fundamental that, you know, this guy can eventually replace um, BG when it is time to pass that torch. Um, what is it? Last last year was his best year with 11 sacks. Um, this year wasn't as good, but as well, like I'm not looking for you to come out and be a superstar. I just need you to come on the field and produce. Um, we're not asking you to do a lot. Just, you know, do your job because there's so many, uh, stars in line right now in Philly, yep. we we have that guilty pleasure now. Of literally, we're just adding additional decorations on the cake right now. For sure, for sure. I, and I think yeah. that's a huge part of it. I think if you have the rotation that we have, um, you know, you, yep. it, it takes a lot of the pressure off of these guys that are coming in, for sure. Jordan Dang, Davis so- is going to have a much bigger role, though, this year, man. Hmm. So, I, Coach, I, at, at 255, do you think that he could hang at the 3 eye? just because he's going to be kicked inside a little bit more and, like, you know, trying to tussle with those guards, um, the heavy hands. Like, that's what Brandon Graham is able to get away with. Uh, you think that he has that same sort of toolbox? Is Even if he – I don't think he has that toolbox, but the thing with the 3-I and his defensive scheme we're running in the odd front, you want a one-on-one matchup. And I believe uh, Uzama can win. If given that opportunity, he can win a one-on-one matchup with his socks. Um Think about it. This dude is going to be practicing every day against the best O-line in the league. So he's going to know what works, what doesn't. And knowing our personnel already, we got guys like Kelsey, Jordan, Lane. They're going to pull him to the side and let him know, like, hey, this is what other guys in the past have tried to do 
this would actually work or hey, change this to sign a third. So yeah. you, we're not expecting these guys to come in and be the immediate starter. If anything, just come learn, take the experience you're given and learn from it. Come make those mistakes, man. Learn from mm-hmm. those mistakes. Just don't make the same mistake because at the end of the day, that's when we start getting on DB for like the 50th false start he did in the same right. downs, you know, formation. Yeah. Facts. Now I love it, man. I, I love the fact that, you know, you identified as those one-on-ones because that's really what you, when you're looking at that third down pass rush or those opportunities when you have all of these other horses around you, it's like you said, who can win the one-on-ones. Um, and so having somebody like him that you can move in with the Milton, I, I still believe that Jordan Davis going to kick some ass on pass rush, yo. Like that man is just so big <laughs> and massive. Even if he's not getting to the quarterback for sacks, like he's going to just take up space. And so, yeah, having somebody like him next to him, um, you know, even in the future would be amazing. So w- what round do you think he would be coming off of the board in your opinion? Just a guess to me, right? Like, it's no way. I can see him going day two. I honestly can see him going day two because it's, I think there's going to, once the run starts on edges, it's going to be five edges coming off the board. And yeah. that's, and as we always know, that's <laughs> how the draft always goes. Once yeah. two corners start going, then it's three, four, five. Yeah. And until somebody break the yeah. trend. Yeah, shout out to Dana. Go Eagles. Um, shout out to Kathy as well. Um, Will says, I've seen multiple mocks wow, with Van S to us at 10. Don't fall for it. Well, some online sites. Propaganda. ESPN. After yesterday's <laughs> stream, I am scared of that pick. I mean, we, we, we identified bro. the prospects that you should be waiting on because yeah, you shouldn't. Those are the guys. I feel uh, Van only got one trick skill. And that's if I can't bull rush you, like then. So what else how do I have? Well, top ten to say the same thing about this man for us to say enough is enough. Well, this man it, came on the show today. It probably ain't been on. We how many times? This is the fifth time we didn't say. All he does is run through people's chest. Enough of Will Van Ness. Because when you start thinking, when you when you say no top game. ten, there are reasons that you go top ten. That means yeah. there there's Special. various options to your game so I, i'm not developing anything in the top 10 no you starting you start you you're not sitting on the bench well yeah like, i mean, just saying like i don't need to like it's got to be immediate like immediate impact but also you know if it's explosiveness off the edge and a nolan smith that you can't you can't draw up that's that's something that he'll bring right you know right to the table at, from day one and it's a situational i'll, I'll take that you know, but again, why why are you drafting a project when you've got polished, finished, you know, <laughs> finished products at the uh, at ten, man? It not, a, not a ten, man. Not a ten. Not, yeah. not a ten. Um, Mark calls him. He says, "Say no to the Loch Ness monster." Jay Cox gives him a Van Doodoo. Van Doodoo, um, love this dude. He's going to Dallas, bro. You know, Jerry yeah. likes some guys with the show. Dallas. John I'm thinking New England, man. He's the perfect New England Patriots. It's like mm. he just screams the Patriots. Teddy Bruschi. I mean, he considering how. Uh, Patriot way. Dude, Ugh. Bill Belichick and Mac Jones have been butting heads, though, man. Well, yeah, hey, man, it's all about the it's, bro, it's all about the medicals, to man. Fix their offense. <laughs> all about the medicals. Seek offensive advice because their offensive coordinator was an idiot, and Bill Belichick is upset. No, Bill, that's your fault, yo. Anyway, <laughs> was it Patricia or offensive coordinator? That. Matt Patricia and the uh, judge yeah, that was all like splitting splitting responsibilities, and they still can't figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I just want to give a quick shout out to Jay with the um, 
Adetamuwa, Adebarwe, a uh, guy that um, that's your boy. I was gonna I was gonna talk about him tonight, but I, I was like, legs. we actually talked about him. I know uh, Mal said he 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 runs like a toddler, <laughs> but that that, <laughs> toddler, that that toddler is quite athletic, and he's got. So was my toddler. I ain't he, drafted he's, him though. He's got he's got a plan. Adetamuwa has got a plan, and he's also <laughs> he comes from. Prince Bloodlines, okay. His dad is a prince, okay. Oh, there we go. I said that on the last podcast, but again, there we go. go watch him. Go watch him. Ev, did you go watch Aditama well yet? I watched Coming to America last night. That's okay. all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, Close you, enough, you, you check him out there. So, who wants to who wants to follow up on this one? Yeah, I'll throw it up. Uh, so. JL Skinner, man, um, somebody that I was talking about on the timeline a little while ago, but talking about the safety position, uh, somebody that I really do like, <clears throat> Coach mentioned at 209, he said, are you a wide, is he a wide receiver? That's So that's <laughs> definitely one of the pieces that he'll have to improve on. But what I love is his mentality, right? When you listen to him talk about playing football, when you hear him talk about playing safety, he wants to hit and he wants to be responsible for where he needs to be. Um, and for me, that's two really important things in his defense. They're highlight hits that he makes. But then also, realistically, like you see him where he's supposed to be. Uh, and I, I value that because that also means that he's reliable, right? Like a dude that you can rely on. I think there's a lot of value in that. Um, he also is somebody that plays coverage well. He's had time at free safety, time in the box, and also time in the slot. So he's able to like play multiple positions. Uh, and I also think that realistically, early on in his career, he could probably be a pretty good special teams contributor. Uh, he's injured. He injured his pec working out before the combine, so he wasn't able to do any of the physical stuff. But he said that teams are still relying on his tape and reaching out to him. Unfortunately, he has met with the Cowboys already. I would hate to see him become a Cowboy, man. Uh, but, yeah, so as far as the safety position, um, JL Skinner is actually my top safety. I'm going to just put it up right now. Like, I, I watch some of these other guys, and, like, realistically, I, I'm not impressed. Um, I also put Brian Branch as a cornerback, not as a safety, because he's a slot corner. So if you take him out of the equation, to me, JL Skinner is number one, um, and I stand on that. JL Skinner it, it, sounds like a it, law office. Makes sense. <laughs> you need somebody like Skinner that's versatile because you want to give these defensive looks. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, 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 I fell in a rabbit hole looking at what Sean Desai did with the, the Bears, not this past season, but the uh, 2020, uh, 2021 year, and yeah. kind of trying to see like what we're going to get into um, this upcoming season. And he does like to disguise the defense. Um, it's not going to be as sexy as everybody think it is. It's it's a little bit more seasoned than what Gannon gave us, but it's it's all about disguising the scheme, the pre-reads, to make it more difficult for the quarterback. And if you got a guy that can line up at the nickel and you're thinking he's dropping back, but he's literally going to play nickel or just to play some type of cover eight defense we're going to see this season, then I'm all for it, man. Yeah. Uh, and then he's going to go up and wait. Once he gets access yeah, to these NFL absolutely. resources, these guys are going to be perfectly fine. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. If he gets up to 215, 220, I mean, he he's playing in the league for a long time. Even if he doesn't, I think he does, you know, because he, he didn't experience a bunch of injuries. But it's exactly what you said. When he can line up deep but then step down to the slot, right, like he could end up in the box, he could play man, he could play zone, um, that multiplicity gives you a lot of, uh, I feel like as a coordinator, you get excited with players like that, that you could just line up anywhere and just let them go do their thing. 
Heck don't mean nothing because we literally just saw the news that that was what reason why Nakobe fell back last year. And we saw what lies. he did. What, <laughs> we and, and, and he said, I'm no longer benching. And we're seeing what he did when he get his chance on the field. So now, hey. uh, I want to bring this up real. I mean, because, you know, we talked about Ev, Ev talked about his medicals right in his face. <laughs> um, but he, he actually went on a podcast uh, with his Georgia boys and actually basically describe the scene of like how his stock got you know took a hit um yeah. and he was like basically saying that they lied so yeah and here it, it created a ripple effect and then evan shows up to the eagles autism challenge and he's like yo how's the leg sup dog <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what sparked the uh how's the medicals that's just how this all came about so evan let me let me, let me see that knee extension real quick <laughs> uh, shout out shout out jacob says anyone got some peanuts oh, put in my dude. beer while i watch the best podcast uh, ever. that is the nastiest Billy thing Caesar. ever ever i'm i'm disowning that last name bro Ooh. ever <laughs> nah that's that's all hollywood her man he done Ooh, that people into this money right terrible there. terrible cold if it's if, the, if it's not medical it's terrible that you haven't tried bro i, I mean, can i've never done a i've, lot of I've things had food in other sure countries nasty. bro and that's something <laughs> i would never try peanuts um, beer. when he did that I, I thought uh evan was um i don't know i was like boy, I, I thought you were just kidding no. But that was real. Like he made a mistake and spilled his peanuts in his beer. <laughs> so, like, I, I accidentally no, sat there for ten minutes and cracked open those peanuts and put the peanuts in there. He was like, "Yo, looks like someone took a dump in your beer," and you're like, "I'm gonna drink that thoroughly." <laughs> okay, uh, we went off topic here. Uh, anyway, to, to get to get us back on topic, uh, I'll stay Crunchy in beer. the. I'll stay in the topic of safeties because I actually want to hear, yes, uh, considering what Mal just said, I would like to hear your take on Jordan Battle. Um, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. everybody's been My talking about mother. safety coming out of Alabama. Uh, pretty versatile dude. I think he also can probably play in the slot. Um, he is a little bit smaller than uh, JL Skinner, but let's be honest. I mean, JL Skinner's what, 6'4? Like, a little bit greedy. <laughs> Man, man, six one two oh one, um, and just like uh, my man Emmanuel Forbes that I brought up before, another guy that brought um, a few uh, pick sixes back to the house during his career. Um, so I, I just think that this is a guy. This whole episode is in the uh, vein of highlighting guys that haven't been getting talked about a lot, and I feel like Jordan Battle is a guy that's kind of fell by the wayside in this conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, Thank you, uh, Rhonda, Rhonda, for sticking bro. around. We will see you soon. Um, yeah, what Jordan Battle, man. Yeah. I mean, he's he's played a thousand snaps at free safety for Alabama, right? They're like, this is a dude that's played a ton of football at a football factory, so yep. uh, I would be excited for him. And he plays it again for again, just the need of somebody that can play that deep dirt or be able to cover the, the, the back half of the field. He's somebody with a ton of experience back there, and then you see him come up and run support. Um, and it's no breaks, right? It's all gas, no breaks. So yep. missed tackles in there because of that, right? I think that you could clean that up with technique, with technique, right? Really looking to right. wrap up and drive as opposed to just big hit people. Um, but I like it. I like it for sure. I'm curious to see where he ends up going because, like you say, yeah. he's somebody that's not really talked about. Yeah, I, he, I feel like he's one of those guys that just gets lost in the shuffle. He like once the um, like how we were talking about when one position starts to go, uh, he could yeah. just be caught up in that wave of you know. 
four safeties that go within 15 picks. Yeah. Hmm. He fits right in the scheme because he's going to be familiar with that cover seven, cover eight, because mm-hmm. the man who who invented that whole scheme himself, Saban, you're you're basically getting it as God himself. So you're gotten somebody who's familiar and can immediately probably be a, a key impact and might be a potential, you know, this season's Reed Blankenship if we do have to go in that situation again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, he plays so many snaps, right? That like, and again, to your point, the familiarity coming in already um, is communicative on the back end. Like, you could see him helping folks get a line, and so you know, uh, Branch has gotten all the publicity, but Battle might be the one with the better career because I hundred percent know what he's doing in the NFL. I think there's still questions about around what Brian Branch is going to really be. It's funny that you bring up Branch. I was like, I, I just keep. Not like one, not like one play defines your career or anything, but like when he was in the slot against, a, I think it was a Texas wide receiver, uh, put him in a blender, and I was like, man, I was like him on the island. I, mean, I was like, but I mean, Cedric Tillman put him in in a, in a blender, my boy, on the I, island. So uh, you know, again, I'm not gonna one play doesn't define a guy, but that one play sticks out in my head. I'm like him on the For- island. Brian Branch or Bat- for Brian Branch for Brian Branch. For Brian yeah, Branch. I mean, Battle got cooked too, but that's not really what you're asking him to do. You asking Brian right. Branch to be a lockdown defender. But I, Brian, I, I, but, I but, but Battle it. is not going to be day one. No, 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 no. So like when I, when you day one, I don't <laughs> like. There's certain things I don't like to see. Uh, but he, he uh, could fall a, into the back end of day two though. Yeah, I think good battle. A lot of Eagle fans day. love. Uh, I love Brian Branch, and I yeah. some some were drinking the something at when 10. they were saying at ten, at nah. ten. Nah, that was they were bugging on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, Eagles don't do that. Okay, <laughs> they don't do that. Uh, we, they don't do that. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the same ilk as y'all talking about safeties. I'm talking Illinois safety, Sidney Brown, a guy who I didn't know much about until going to the senior bowl. And then he just kept flashing. And then I was like, okay, I need to go watch more. This guy's like, then I thought some other dude walked by and I'm like, oh, this guy looks the same. Oh, he's got a twin brother. Okay. Okay. This is what we're doing here. Uh, He plays running back. This guy plays safety. And then I'm like, this guy is. Every every scout that I was talking to down there, like Sidney Brown, dude, this guy's yoked up, ripped up. They were like, he made everyone out there feel like we needed to go into the gym. Um, so he was about the action um, on the field at the Senior Bowl, and then and then when I started digging in, man, he's the guy. Uh, you talk about the ten interceptions um, um, that he he put up um, in the last two years, but talking about a uh, Illinois secondary with guys like Witherspoon, uh, like your, your your other boy um, Jatavius Brown, he led he led that group with six picks. Man, um, I think instinctual. I think his football IQ. He's always in, he's in the right place at the right time, yeah. um, and that that kind of when you're you're talking about you know playing zone, and we've seen guys who you know in the defense. Um, I'm not saying he's Chauncey Gardner Johnson, but I'm talking instinctual being where the ball and breaking off some of these uh, routes and just just falling in, in the the sweet spot spots of the zone. 
I think you can hang out there and make some uh, some picks. Um, again, you know, at his size, um, he could definitely be bodied out by some of these tight ends out there, the more, the, the more athletic tight ends, the, the Kelseys of the world. Um, again, it's, you know, him, Kelsey on any safety is a problem. But I think uh, overall, I think that's where you might want to have some uh, help. I mean, even though he's he's the safety over the top, not over the top, but um, you'd, you'd probably want to double team in that, those types of situations. Um, but I think he's a guy that uh, you trust, man. The leadership qualities, I think, uh, being that's one thing that um, in a lot of his interviews, I was super impressed with him. I think he's definitely a guy that would buy in. I mean, again, building to, building in that locker room, a role player early on as in special teamer early on in his career with this group would be great. Um, that's 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 myself. Sydney Brown, <laughs> you know, yeah, I like Sydney, bro. I mean, probably. Oh, sorry, go ahead, coach. I was about to say, I'm, I'm scared away from you know, them safeties that's been yoked because you know, Deron Langer kind of ruined that for everybody. Because, <laughs> uh, I, but well, that was that, that was uh, that was steroid, <laughs> yeah, that was a different kind of yoke. <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah yo. you can tell this dude is in the gym. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, uh, he's somebody you want to rely. Like, if, even if you you get burnt on a double move, you know at least that safety better be over top, and you know not in the middle of the field doing whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw his pro his pro day, and I, I was he passed the eye test for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's more of can we have rotation? Um, eventually some of these guys do got to leave because Slay's yeah. about to be on the way out. Bradbury is going to be on the way out. And it's still a question mark who truly is going to be our starting safety. So I would rather have a bunch of unknowns competing for that starting spot because the hungry dog is the dog you want out there. Yeah, And, yeah. and to be honest with you, I mean, I'm, I'm always down for a safety that comes across as a ball hawk, man. And any guy that you can add <laughs> into your defense that can just immediately flip a game and uh, it's it's the ultimate igniter when you're able to turn the ball over. Um, so he's a guy that I I think can uh, I mean six picks last year. That's um it's a great season. Yeah, my now, thing with Sydney, man, he was heavy box right. That like he's not somebody that really played the slot. He's not somebody that really played the D third like the back half. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm curious, can he hold up in the box at the same rate in the NFL? Will he be the same like playmaker? Uh, I like his aggressiveness. Like he's somebody that quickly identifies plays that that click and close. Um, you know, like like Coach said, he passes the eye test. Uh, my question was, can he do more than what you see, or is this all that he can be? And if so, um, is that needed in a team on a team already that has Edmonds, that already has Reed Blankenship? You know, some relatively large dudes that are going to most likely be playing closer to the line of scrimmage because that's their skill set, right? Like. Is he somebody we see that we could develop and like a drop come in later? Um, that was just my question with him. Now in the chat, um, we had a couple questions on does uh anyone thoughts on Anthony Johnson? Anyone want to pick that one up? I didn't really like him. I watched him. He it he didn't impress me for all of the accolades and the, the talk around him. He ain't jump off the screen like that. Now, now, now all, all the research I've tried to do, that name hasn't even popped up on my radar. Yeah, uh, and then bro, he's nice, bro. Like physical prototype, you know. When you look at the size, height, weight, speed, he has the things. When you watch him on film, 
it, it doesn't translate the same way. So he's just, he's some folks' top safety on their board. Um, when I went in and looked, I didn't feel that way. Like I said, I thought J.L. Skinner stood at the top for me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, um, now looking at Vic Lavar, um, yeah. he brings up a name that I feel like uh, nobody, nobody's been talking about at all. Um, we were just talking about him earlier, Gail. Yeah, this this yeah. another one, bro. Why why you keep clicking it, dog? Trying to bring I, it up. I, man, I clicked it up. I had it I had ready to go, bro. Ready to go. <laughs> I had it ready to go, pal. Ready to go. Uh, yeah. So Vic, now, says, I want to say you, it. I want to say it. Read it. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Go ahead. Is Israel. Abnikanda. Yeah. Yo, I mean, if you're going to say it. Abnikanda. Try, try it one more time, my boy. Abnikanda. Okay. Abnikanda. <laughs> I think you're go the ahead. only one that can pronounce it. Go ahead, read, read it again. <laughs> go ahead, read Israel it again. Abnikanda. Uh, out of uh, <laughs> out of Pittsburgh. Um, no, but uh, I mean, dude, for uh, this is a guy that I feel like hasn't been talked about at all. I mean, th- this is one of the first times I've actually heard about him. No, we so, talked uh, about him on the podcast a couple weeks yeah, ago. Absolutely. Um, running back version. Shout out to you. We can call, you can call, call him Izzy if you want. Mm. If you're familiar with him, you can call him Izzy. Mm. Uh, but no, he's explosive. The thing I yes. think, I think what you, I think it's the yards of the contact exactly. balance. Exactly. And, you know, like yeah. the, the, again, exactly. if you're talking about the yak and then like he could hit the home run at the, you know, but if he's getting, Going down at the first tackle, or you know, or uh, you know, arm tackles, or you know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's why some he's a guy on day three that I'm like, oh, you know, chomping at the bit in the fourth, yeah. fifth round. If he's sitting in the fifth round still, like a hundred percent. But but I think that what Gail said there, when you're looking at a guy that's two seventeen pushing two twenty, going down on first contact, and I'm not just talking defensive linemen, linebackers, like. These are corners catching him on the edge, and he's not fighting through that contact. Like you see him going down more often, Paul's you see him running through that contact. But yo, foot in the ground to go, right? That like he's also somebody once he identifies the hole, <laughs> he could <can> get there <laughs> and, and produce. <laughs> My God, so yeah, it's just, you can't. It's just, you can't like, you I mean, he, I know, the thing is, he's he's a young buck, so you yeah. you like the fact that you know you can groom. You know, him early just becomes an, another miles, right? Somebody that runs east and west because they don't <laughs> have the speed. It doesn't translate the same way, and then you know doesn't give you as much after contact. Mm-hmm. Got a great name though. That's a, that's a hell yeah. of a draft name. Because they'll have dudes like Evan, uh, 
on binders. <laughs> uh, you know, on draft day, like, how did he, can you get the pronunciation? That's the that's the kind of name that will. What do, what do you mean by people like Evan? He's like, look up his name in Urban Dictionary, please. What does that mean? Um, yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough name, man. I, I definitely uh, took my time with that one. Uh, who, who we got? Who, who we got next on this one? Uh, coach is, is it coach. Yes, sir. Back is, coach. It, is it? Well, since we already on the topic of running back, I'm gonna go with uh, my guy, uh, Tajay oh, Spears my, from Tulane. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> um, no, I, I I look at his game, man, and it's the fact that I, I like the most about him is his motor. Um, mm-hmm. If the whole collapse, he's he has that quick step to bounce it out, and then the speed. Now that four four seven he ran doesn't do him any justice, but as well the tape doesn't lie about you know yeah. his 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 home run. Yeah. Um, and then what popped off like his what was it last year numbers weren't the same because I guess he wasn't getting the touches, but his last six games he's doing a buck fifty a piece, and then he dropped two hundred rushing yards on USC. Uh. uh if I'm correct, Tulane's in what the American Conference, right? Mm-hmm. So, say what? yeah, oh, AAC. yeah, yeah. And 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 you go drop four tutties and 200 yards on probably a defense that was supposed to be uh, trying to fight to go into the playoffs. Right. So, it's it's the skill set. I know a lot of people aren't gonna you know like it because we already got that type of player. Would it be in you know with Kenny G? But at the end of the day, if I can have uh, multiple of the same thing. Like I got at least four pair of Jordan twelves in different colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it because they all do something different, you know, to the fit to the drip. So oh, this that, guy, this guy, <laughs> crafty like with it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy telling stories over here. Let me let me piggyback this because also because as soon as when Mal sent me, man, fell in love with this guy. <laughs> no, well, 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 when Mal sent me, he's like, yo. Coach Walk got a Taj Spears. I was like, and I was like, it no, first, he yelled at me as if I chose Taj. I was like, why you like, steal my guy? Coach Walker's damn list. This ain't my damn list. I said, why you steal my guy? Uh, so I let you, I was like, I'll let you have your guy, and I'll just piggyback. Um, I would not lie that he was one of those. There's a certain amount of guys on my list that I was waiting to go drive 16 hours to Alabama for, and he was one of them. And then I'm like two lane, a two lane running back. How does he? How's he gonna? Not, not, not. I'm not helmet scouting, but I was just saying, I want to see it for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when he got to down to the Senior Bowl, Tajay was ripping him all like it didn't care if who was in front of him, he was getting around him, and he was like uh, change of direction. I liked. Explosives, I liked. He was just running crazy to the point where everyone's like, "Up, oh, there goes Tajir. There, there he goes again. There he goes again." And then you, you see the the runs that he has, literally throughout his his tape is like, man on fire, nose for the end zone, just yeah. like you, like trying to pick up a toddler who's running all over the damn place. He's got somewhere to go. He doesn't care what, like he doesn't run like a toddler, like Mal. <laughs> Said about <laughs> at the time he was, but he he's the guy that's all over the place, and he's just like he's always got a nose for the end zone. Yeah, I like him. Very, said it, very. Man. 
that motor, right? That like he has that motor. He he's somebody that continues to give effort every single snap, every single play. And again, the coach is playing playing against that USC defense. Like his tackles were doing him no favors, right? Like his his interior offensive line. It's not like Tulane's O line had the best game of their life. Like Tajay was getting busy and creating these yards after contact, before contact, right? So uh, it was it was a majestic performance to watch and also to go and like watch the other tape. He was consistent. Like, this is something that he just does. Um, you know, again, I think it's redundant with Kenny G, but hey, man, good football players are good football players. It, well, the other thing the other thing with him is uh, he's got a significant knee injury history. Mm-hmm. So that's – he missed some time. And that's just before us getting um, – what's his name? From Seattle. Oh, I was thinking oh, Rashad Penny. A, a guy that you could just—he's—he's he's a guy that you could throw in the mix, compete for that um, RB three spot on day three. Um, Tajay Spears, yeah. he could go early depending on, you know, wh- where they feel. You know, I, we weren't there on the interviews. Uh, we didn't see yeah. the medicals, Ev. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to dig a little bit deeper and see what the medicals yeah. look like. No, that's, I just got to contact my people. You know. We, we all violate HIPAA laws together and uh, keep it on the <laughs> Now, Kendrick Miller from TCU. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let I'll let I'll let you talk about your guy. That's I mean for me that's another one that that has the engine that keeps running right, but also he has the power to move through people, uh, and that's what I look for. I want to see your decision making. Are you putting that foot in the ground, getting downhill, are you dancing? He's a get downhill guy, um, but also when he's confronted with a cornerback, a safety, even certain linebackers. Um, he's taking that contact on, and he has a spin move that he utilizes to get out of out of tackles or get himself into space. That's just deadly. Um, I don't know that they take him. I also am hard-pressed to figure out exactly where Kendrick lands. I mean, I had a, a third-round grade on him, but, again, I think he's somebody that could fall. He's somebody that could get boosted without medicals, without interviews. It's hard to really pin that stuff down. <laughs> But I do think that Kendra is a really productive running back that's just scratching the surface. He's still one of these younger players, too, that is just getting into the groove. Um, And I think, you know, you get him on a four-year contract, uh, you're going to get the best years of his career. Yeah. Mm. Kendra Miller. I like his game. He's the guy that I want to get in for for an interview. Yeah. Uh, While we still can. That would be nice. Who's next? Who's next? That's on me. Uh, So I'm going to go – Jartavius Martin to end it out. So he's the other safety at Illinois. Uh, He's the sort of forgotten person in that mix. But I really enjoy watching his tape because you saw, again, for me in this show, I really tried to stick to the same sort of thing, which is like people that can do multiple things, multiplicity. It makes it, like Coach said, harder for you to figure out what the defense is doing pre and post snap. And so he's somebody that's lined up in the slot. He's somebody that's played in the box. He's somebody that's played the third. And so he also had an absolutely just ridiculous combine. Um, and that's what really made me go back and grind the tape again. I had gone in there to watch Witherspoon. I had gone and watch Sydney, But I was like, okay, let me really lock into him because he's not flashing as often. <clears throat> but let me see if these tape, if the tools that you see him, you know, with the at the combine show up on tape. And I think they did. Um, had a 4-4-6-40, that 1.4-7-10 split for me is important too, right? Because that shows a short area quickness. 44-inch vertical, an 11-1 broad jump, and 15 reps on the bench press. I think, again, it just highlights all of the tools that he brings to the table. You get him in a group 
with uh, all of the safeties, all of the defensive backs. There, There's a lot of veterans on this team that I think could instill a lot of really great traits in him. Um, and he's also 5'11", 194. So, like, he's not necessarily undersized. He brings some good size to the position. Uh, yeah, man, I, he he doesn't show up as well as you want in coverage considering all of those skills. But, again, I think that's more technique. I think that's skill as opposed to Will. I don't think that he can't do it. Just wasn't asked to do it as much as he would be in the NFL. Okay. Okay. I, I, I love a guy that, uh, you know, can can also play the nickel as well. I mean, he seems like a guy that is real strong in coverage. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's definitely a guy that I feel like with Sidney Brown and his emergence out of Illinois, he, he also got swept by the wayside just like Jordan Battle. So um, who's up next? I believe that would be me. So we're going to be talking about, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about toddlers here, which first of all, I want to get this <laughs> off of my back. Jartavius Martin, that man's older than I am. So I, I, I want to check his birth certificate. <laughs> the medicals, the birth certificates. He's 22. He'll be 23 in like a week. That, that, that looks like a 35-year-old hairline. That, that guy just filed my taxes, I'm pretty sure. He's, he's rocking the old... Um, but anyway, on to a uh, on to a young toddler uh, in Jake Witt. Everybody, uh, <laughs> everybody seems to be forgetting about my man out of northern Michigan, uh, the powerhouse. Uh, it, it, what I see in this guy is another project for Jeff Stoutland, a uh, huge proponent of Stoutland University. He turned a rugby player into an all pro. Uh, so I just look at the physical traits that he brings to the table. We're talking someone six seven. Um, he's a, he's obviously pretty light for six seven at two sixty five. Uh, but you put some meat on your bones. Dude's got a thirty seven inch vertical uh, for his size, including a ten foot three inch broad jump and a four eight nine forty. Um, the guy is extremely athletic, and I think if you are able to put some meat on his bones, and um, you know. Put him under Jeff Stoutland's wing, he could turn into something. And I don't want this to be forgotten. I'm not talking about Miles Murphy, but we all, everybody knows about the extraordinaire out of Ferris State, Caleb Murphy, who in 2022 set the NCAA single record, uh, single season record, 25 and a half sacks. He shut him down. Everybody, <laughs> Jake, Jake, Jake Witt showed up and shut down Caleb um... Murphy. So, uh, no, it's just a guy that I would say, um, like I'm talking sixth, seventh round, um, yeah. could potentially be a project for Jeff Stoutland. And, uh, I mean, he's proven in the past to be able to turn guys into someone, yeah. He's up to 300 now, almost. So, he's packing on the weight for the NFL transition. Interesting, nice one, Ev. Nice one. Yeah, I saw big, Ev, he brought up his, crates, bro. his, his, uh, his RAS score. <laughs> it, it was like check this out and i'm like you heard of him i was like bro i don't even know who the hell you're talking about it's so much so that it, it was so hard to find like north michigan anything yeah i had to that that took about a good 20 minutes to find that uh but uh moving right along my guy um just interesting prospect you talk about a guy who um uh we're talking about track star I was like fourth in the nation and uh, have passed up. Have, 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 <laughs> over here. Path, man. Can someone say that word? Heptathlon? Heptathlon. Heptathlon. Yeah. I'm, I'm, 
African names like God. This stuff <laughs> don't don't got. Uh but uh Andre Yoshibas from Princeton, 6'3, 205, uh wide receiver out of Princeton. Uh, shout out to my half Filipino brothers. He's uh from Hawaii. I went up to him. I was like, "Yeah, well, I was like, we got two things in common." This is at the Senior Bowl. I was like, uh, "I was like, you know, we're both half Filipinos." Like, get out of here! No way, man! And I was like, we both were coached by Coach Sir Bob Serace, which is his head coach at um, Princeton. Was my offensive coordinator. So we had a good talk. Um, and then, um, you know, at the end of the day. You're an Ivy League dude at the Senior Bowl going up against the best of the best. Um, he held his own. Uh, definitely had some crispy routes, had some nice catches. Uh, definitely got some finesse to his game. I think he's a guy. He's a burner as well. He, he performed well at the Combine. Um, I think, um, you know, according to him, he said he made himself some money. Uh, I saw him on a, a recent podcast. I was like, okay. It's a little flex right there. Um, but again, I think at his size, the way he runs, I think, but he, I mean, I'd love to see him in some press situations against some real, you know, SEC script type cornerbacks. That would be nice to see. But I mean, he, he held his own down at the senior bowl. And I, I think he, he definitely made himself some money. Um, again, if you're talking about a guy, we're talking about wide receiver three, wide, re- like, our wide receiver three, we're trying to find replacements. Mm-hmm. Um, so a guy who can stretch the field, he could be that. Uh, he could definitely be a three-level threat. And um, is that our last guy? Can he return yeah. punts? That uh, I don't know about returning punts. <laughs> you know, a good question. I mean, is, isn't it funny, though, how we have talked about replacing Quez Watkins with everything from JSN to EO Savas at this point? You got to do, hey, if it takes you going to uh, replace Andre Diller with a rugby player, mm. you do it. Um, I had one other extra guy that I want to add in there. Throw it in for a bonus. Uh, his his nickname is Junior Fajoko. We're not we're not touching that first name from San Jose State Edge. Billyami. Also, also, <laughs> also a rugby player in high school. So he has that demeanor. Um, talk about uh, you know the man bun is a, is a style, but his he's a guy that plays with his hair on fire. Um, I'm not gonna say he's the most gifted athletically. But from a toolsy perspective, like we love the tools, um, he's got a whole bunch of different moves. Um, Stout up the uh, uh, um, against the run, um, solid in, in getting after the quarterback, very productive, right behind uh, Mr. Anderson uh, in production. Mr. Anderson. If you guys know, you know um, that tone of a voice. Um, Matrix. What's the name of that movie? Matrix. Matrix, one of my favorites. What's um, the but... name of that movie? He just asked, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> well, that's one of my yeah. favorites. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, this guy, is, uh, he's definitely on day, on, you know, on one of the mid-rounds, day three, hopefully falls later. He's a guy on the back end. When you're talking about a guy who will come in the picture of, um, you know, when you're looking at these, these plays and, that lineman, random lineman that who's hustling down um, with his hair on fire, 
that's this dude. Um, so I think uh, he's definitely a sleeper and definitely think, um, you know, he'd yeah, be nice. 50 hurries, bro. I love it. 50 hurries out of a guy with that, those measurables, right? Like he's somebody that had a heck of a year, his final year playing for San Jose State. Um, I haven't gotten as deep into his tape as I, I probably should have at this point. But uh, just having looked at it, you know, from a, a sort of surface level, um, you see as the tools, I just want to get further into how it projects, like Coach has been saying this whole time, into this offense, into this defense. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're deep into the draft talk. Uh, we got Scott. He's like 14 people in the chat. 14 crazy-ass people in the chat talking about the draft. It's, it's, it, we're talking about day three sleepers. Uh, that's that's what it is. Hopefully you uh, you got you got a sleeper for us. Um, but uh, did, did we have any? Did we miss anyone? I feel like we talked about everybody in the draft at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking about Jake Witt over here from Northern Michigan. <laughs> we are covering all levels of the draft. <laughs> are um, we ripping one or what? Oh, this guy. You trying to rip a mock? I mean, always, bro. I know, Coach, if you got to bounce, <laughs> my man, feel free. No, no. I got time, right, man. Let's, let's yeah, do it. Uh, yeah, we yeah. always do a mock. Yeah, ask someone with the money, bro. If my parking fee goes over in New York City right now. <laughs> you, how you I'm come okay, to the show? I'm, 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 I'm going send send to send you the bill, okay? I say less. Send it to Evan. That's big money Evan over there, yo. Uh, hold on, let me pull this joint up. Alrighty. Yeah, when you brought up uh, uh, Vili, Vili, whatever, I had Viliami. to see if he was part Tomoko. of that. Uh, I had to see if his brother was Brendan from Pittsburgh. It's actually his cousin is actually Vita. His second cousin is Vita Vea. So the bloodline to there. Bloodline. The blood, and then the also, next thing I'll have to see was uh, fire. is he part of that Shoy Palomalu uh, tree? Because, you know, Troy has a tree now under his little... Yo, uh... Troy is doing work right now, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Polo Malu is turning some folks into savages, man. I'm with it. Like, uh, uh, what was it? Homeboy from the 49ers? The yes. uh, safety? Oh, yes. my God. Took him under his wing and turned him into a savage, bro. Who Fuenga. Yeah, who Fuenga. He's also... You know, his uh, his cousin is uh, Marlon Tulip. Dude practices names, bro. You got I only got the African names. Right? Gail know all the connections. I only got the African names. Studying family trees. We get his brother. Because, bro, think about You get them two to just play with each other. Yeah, Oh, my God. Tuli's good, man. Football becomes a little bit more different when you're playing side by side with your brother. That's real. Y'all, yeah, you already know the vibes, baby. Y'all trying to get to it? Let's do it. Yeah. All righty. Start that bang. All right. Oh. So, uh, first overall, we have Bryce Young go to Carolina. I feel like this has been kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, CJ Stroud to the Texans. Will Anderson to the Cardinals. Anthony Richardson to the Colts. Tyree Wilson to Seattle. Christian Gonzalez to the Lions at six. Will Levis to the Raiders at seven. Jalen Carter falling. He was close. 
uh, at eight, and then Broderick Jones tackle from Georgia at nine to the Bears. Oh, I got so. Carter going to Detroit, bro. Carter's not. Yeah, we were talking six. about that earlier. I, I think that's such a great fit. Five and six, I feel like, are the area for there, Carter. He, really. You see, but you, Chris Gonzalez is just going to sit. I'm not see Cam- first round pick for somebody to sit on the bench. You see yeah. Campbell, his his comments on Carter. I don't. I, he, that that could have been a uh, smoke screen too, though. Yeah, I don't listen to none of that stuff, bro. All right, so we have uh, Devon Witherspoon on the board, Skaronsky, Quentin Johnson, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh, everybody, boy, Luke Van Ness, uh, <laughs> Dalton Kincaid. We traded back. Y'all feeling Nolan Smith at 10. We're doing the thing. What y'all thinking? Bijan at 10. Vic's like, we, we need what, what to trade up trade to five. Options? What are our trade options? Uh, Jaguars at 24. The Falcons at 44, the Dolphins at 51. So I feel like the Jaguars would be the only one. Yeah. And, uh, that's pretty far 20, back. 24 is far back. Yeah. Far. We, could, we could rob them of everything, though. We could rob them of everything. They give it all up. Probably you see, do, do you guys see the mock uh, mock trade that, uh, who is it, ESPN did for us? No. Where uh, to Minnesota, trading back to Minnesota to 23. Mm-mm. Oh, I did see let's, that. Yeah. And honestly, right, the return wasn't that great. That. Um, that was um, yes, we Vikings received the number 10 overall. We get back the number 23, 87, and a 2024 first round choice. Would you hmm. do that? What was it? I think the Vikings would be terrible, so possibly 2024 first round choice, that. 87 yeah. overall, round three, number 23, round one. No, All right, so hold on right now. For the tenth pick in the draft, we'd be sending to the Jaguars, and in return, we get 24, 56, 88, a second round pick, and a fifth round back. pick in twenty twenty five. Hear, hear me out, though. Hear me out. We just did a whole episode on guys that are sleepers. So we trade back. We just got a bunch of extra like picks a, under a hundred people. Just saying. It says too far back. Let's do it, man. Push, push yourself, Gil. Who else is there to trade with? Anyone else earlier? Nah, the next no, the next yeah. pick is forty four to Falcons. Good it's the Lord. only other first round. I mean, I it's only a round. Who's, who's, who's got there at ten though? Who's who's at ready to to be picked at ten? Yeah, yeah pretty much anybody thinking. Uh, so, so Spoon, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I love how you just went right Dante over Skaronsky. Banks. Not, not yeah, I'm not listening. Well, <laughs> uh, oh, how about how about trading back from thirty if we're if we're gonna. That's that's what I was gonna say because get your get your dog it get your get your guy who who's oh. our guy and then we trade back from thirty here I mean if we stay in that ten I would probably take JSN honestly I mean I love Spoon too you already know wow you yeah. over you taking you taking JSN Nolan? over Smith now hey hey that's oh I forgot it. that's wide receiver so. three. only because of Joe, yeah uh, JSN is such a e like it's such an easy slot in bro. And he he's a dog, son. So I, I mean, I, I'm open. I'm, yeah, I'm, for I'm, I mean, I think I, Nolan's coming in to be a rotational pass rusher, bro. I think that JSN give you more year one than Nolan. Probably. I think I Nolan would be there at, at thirty. Nah, he's been going way earlier in the box. But let's make a choice, yo, because we stuck at ten. So we got Spoon, JSN. I said JSN or Nolan. Yeah, that would be my either of those people I'm fine with. So if you're, if you're gonna move back, if you want to do the move back and be funky with it, this that would be the farthest we move back in a mock 
Yet. That's what I'm saying. Then go ahead. 20, man, pull, let's, let's, pull let's, let's pull I read a great article about Devin this. today, man. Was it Spoon? Yeah, Spoon is nasty. Uh, bro, Spoon rejected. God. Yo, that dude watches, was watching like 12 hours of film every week. He's he's a beast, bro. And he's when we talked about him, he every year he got better. You could tell it's because he was dedicated to his craft. All right, so, so we, we traded pick 10 Good Lord. to the Jacksonville Jaguars for their 24, 56, 88, 202, and the second round pick in 2024. See, we kind of emulated that trade scenario that was out there about us trading back with the Vikings. So this is kind of – After we got a better return. Ooh. I think we got Ooh. 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 Good Lord. Say. Nolan Everybody Smith off went. the board. <laughs> Everybody went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan Smith went 16 to Washington of all places. JSM with 13. So they're the yeah, New York the, Buckeyes. That's I yeah. swear the Jets are going. That was Damn, very bro. interesting. Bijan with Kenneth Walker in Seattle. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's just overkill. <laughs> Yo, like all the guys went that everybody went. <laughs> would, you, would you take Branch here? Everybody went, you know. Emmanuel Forbes, it, I guess. Jeez, Luis. I mean, <sighs> Cyrus, maybe. Don't don't judge it yet. We we got a ton of picks. Let's see how it ends up first. Right. I mean, I mean Brian Branch is sitting right there, bro. He says start Vic, over. Vic. He says <laughs> <laughs> Nah, bro. You gotta put you gotta apply pressure to yourself. Hey, hear me out. Quentin Johnson right here, y'all, at 24. No, hell no, jobs. bro. Hell no. Yo, bro, hell he no. he get gadget player, man. To compete as a wide receiver three? No, yeah. it's not like we're nah. it's not like regular where we're telling you to be wide receiver one. Like, bro, you competing against Quez Watkins. Big body. Nah, I'm good with that. I don't I don't need Quentin in my life. His his Quint his athletic those drops, those drops are real. I like it. I ain't gonna hold you. All right, is man. It, so what's it, the, what's yo, the is Cyrus here? Yo, Cyrus is here. That's all I'm saying. I'll be cool with Osiris right here. Will McDonald also not, we, we got Nolan already. No, we didn't do it only yet. Who, wait, who did we take at 10? We didn't. No, we, we traded out. We traded out. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's go Osiris right here, yo. Control, hold the lead. Osiris. I'm, I'm in with trigger. that. Oof. Get the big body on the line. All right, we're here at 30. We got Will Manuel here. Forbes. Manuel Forbes here. BJ Ojulari's here. See, we got, we, got a, we, we got a potential starter at right guard. Cam Smith. Adeboare. Yeah, he's been on my list too. Yeah, Tuli sitting here. Sam Sam Laporta is an interesting one to me. Jack Campbell's uh probably day two guy. There's so many balls to go around the picker and see that makes time make sense. Julius Brantz. I said Ev's uh big corner. Uh, you you know where I'm at. Uh, Will McDonald. Let's let's No, no. Oh nah. Felix. Go, go get that boy Jamar. Oh Gibbs, yeah, I'm hey. always always on the Gibbs train, bro. Hey, you ain't gonna get no following kids, me, Georgia dog. Tech. You ain't gonna get no bro, argument bro, out of me, bro, dog. We got thirty. Pull the trigger. Damn, bro. Listen, that you get that guard, you get that explosive. Is he gonna be, multi-purpose? He's, he's not gonna beat her at fifty. Holy, hold on, hold on. Side so, on the board, sir. <laughs> that's what I'm checking right now. 
Because if so, yeah, come on now. I feel like that that's almost all. I love Gibbs, but I'll take Hyatt over Gibbs right now. Mm. And just what about Will Mott? Big Dollar, bro. I'm cool. Well, I'm cool I mean, Ojulari right there too. They, I mean, to me, they're roughly in the same area. I'd say, bro. I think because because uh, we're thinking, right? We just hit the trenches, and three. then we hit defensive end as well. So you yeah. got a, you got Will McDonald, you got, you got Felix, a pass rusher. you got BJ, and you got Aditomiwa. Aditomiwa, Aditomiwa, bro. Aditomiwa? No, man, that's baby runner. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, go, go, Will McDonald here. Well, all right, let's do it. Well, Damn. that shit ain't gonna translate, bro. He run like a toddler. He gonna get knocked Ooh, over. BJ came to Houston. Bro, Jalen White went to Atlanta. Hi, would have been interesting. Yo, Tanner McKee's still hold there. Hold That's hold good hold value. Yeah, Charbonnet. <laughs> yeah, so you got Charbonnet. That's your boy. Yeah, Tanner McKee lasts forever. <laughs> Got Julius Brents here, you know. We're talking about uh long corners for uh talking about, yeah, talking about long corners that, for uh Desai. Yeah, interesting. Our next pick cool. is uh cool in that. a few picks too. We got another pick and six picks, so keep that in mind. We could get Charbonnet and Brents potentially. I think of Brents here, Charbonnet next if he's yeah. still there. I'm in on that. Yeah, y'all cool with that? Yeah, for a another special de- team. Another player. developmental. It's the developmental draft, yo. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, uh, it's the upside draft. There we go. Charbonnet is there. Ooh, DJ Turner is a he's, good one. As he well. said that Tyler's gonna show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna show me. He's still run like a Tyler. Zach's on the board. Hey, hey. That's not bad right there, man. I'm honestly not hating this draft, man, to be honest no. with you. Uh, I said we just gotta play it out, man. See how it's Nick Herbig still hear me? I like Nick Herbig, bro. He he's kind of a one trick pony, but his trick is a lot of speed and tenacity. And like he's definitely one of them try hard guys that we were talking about the other day. <laughs> but uh, he he got a, he got a little so a little wiggle with him too, man. Wait, wait, wait. Just to try hard. Go down, Jordan go get Adam. Still Jordan here too. Hold on, Carl Brooks is my guy. Three technique. Is a uh, is a. Uh... Kobe Trice right here. Corey Trice, Kendrick. Ooh, Corey Terry. Trice. Terry. Yo, coach, you seen uh, yes. you seen you, you watch Trice yet? No, I haven't seen Trice yet. Yeah, just Obi Trice, man. big dude, bro. Obi Trice. Yeah, Gail was just put me on him today. Jay, that's a bunch of folks in here, man. What y'all thinking? I'm I'm kind of thinking her like big, and then we go safety. Her big here. Yeah. I like Jordan Battle, bro. I think that addresses a hell of a need. We went. We went. I mean, we got another pick in six picks again. Yeah. But of the safeties, like he's it. If they take him, that's kind of it, yo. Tim oh, says, oh, Jones. Keep it home. Go get Wanya. Wanya Morris? Yeah. Didn't he t- what, what did he do with his hamstring? Oh, a developmental a tackle? <laughs> it's not like he got to go anywhere far. He's already in Philly. <laughs> You're trying to take him? Wanya. Got Wanya up there. We could be singing some boys, the boys, the men tracks. All right, so where, where are we going with it? Um, it's nice, but we got we I'm got McDonald. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling battle, honestly. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm consensus on that one. Yeah, it was kind of right back there. Yeah, see, look, I'm like, oh, we already took the guard. That's right. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up with another big ass corner? (laughs) You just want all these damn corners. You, you, Seattle, you want to take Corey Trice. It it works if you run in the zone, man. I take, I'm with it. He's big, he a big mauler, man. And that if all else, it looks like he could potentially move back to safety, too. Play boundary corner. So, oh, career showed up. Hey, look at that. Locking people up. Y'all want to take him? You see, still there. Jartavius is here, too. Jartavius? Yeah. Could take Wanya again, right? As the developmental tackle. We, we, all right. And we also have, uh, you also have, uh, Osiris. Uh-huh. So I mean, you you got your you got you got you got your guard and maybe a potential tackle. Possibly. All right, let's go line you. Tim is saying uh, Miller. Yeah, we already took Charbonnet though. I feel like that would be uh Now we got some time. While we're yeah, mad off. Developmental tackle. Got your potential starting guard at right guard. AJ Henry is another one of those dudes I like. Older guy, but like showed yeah. a lot of pass rush juice. You guys like Jonathan Mingo? Uh, you're right. He has the size, clearly. Just drafted boys and men. <laughs> Shout out to my my guy Wanya Morris. I was trying to develop a show with him. He was a great good dude. Hey, Corey Trice still sitting here. Yo, I, I, yes, <laughs> uh, ain't no question. The question is with this new DB coach, are we actually going to start developing our DBs? Nah, I, I hope Ooh. so. Zach McPherson just texted us. He said, Yo, watch, watch your mouth, watch your mouth. That's a great question. So, watch got your, your mouth. boy, got your boy Stetson on the board. I like Lonnie Phillips too, is like a developmental guy, strong. Scrong. Evan Hall. Evan Where's uh yeah. is my my boy from uh was it Keon White from Georgia Tech? Uh Keon White. Oh, he went early. Yeah, Keon White's gonna go. Or a linebacker from Tulane. Oh, uh, he went to Williams. And and the Rose the classic jam, Will. Yeah, all them boys is out of here. Hey, yo, uh how about one of our sleepers is uh Fahoko in there? Oh, he probably will too. What you call my mama? Maybe <laughs> I said. Oh, Anthony Orgy's an interesting one. What about uh, uh DTR? Probably. Cause I feel like they don't even draft him. Oh no, he got Stetson. Well, what about Max, Max Duggan? I'd rather take Stetson over Duggan. <laughs> I, uh, he does have the athletic profile. Nah. We got Max. We, we did it. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hesitate. You just <laughs> press the button. Yeah, we in there. We in there, dog. 
Hey, shout out to you crazies who stick around. Again, this is off-season mode, only for the crazies. Um, shout out to you, you guys who are sticking around, mocking the mocks. Oh, isn't that Caleb Murray? Wow. Jake Witt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb who, Murphy? Yeah. He's here. What about what Wait, about Caleb, Caleb Murphy, who was shut down by Jake Wade? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about what about Mo from? Uh... Oh, Ibrahim might not even be here, yo. Sure. Yeah, he's Jada gone. Kiss. <laughs> who the hell are these parents, bro? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> uh, don't, don't forget about uh, Bumper Pool as well. Yo, get, uh, draft that wide receiver, Alize Jenkins. <laughs> I was leaving. All right, let's go. We're going Troy Brown, old Miss linebacker. Get some white hair, play some special teams reps. Sit for us, fellas. We did it. Wow. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is. Get the tapes. We, we got creative with this draft. This is the yes. move back, all the like way back. All the way back. Um, oh, we got an A. Okay. We started off with a uh, guard out of Florida, Osiris Torrance. Well, we talked about on the last we traded podcast. Out first. That uh, yeah, we went back from 10 to 24. Yeah, we traded the 10th pick to Jacksonville for number 24, 56 in the second round, pick 88 in the third round. And we got a second round pick in 2024, and we got a sixth round pick. 202 in uh, the 2023 draft followed I mean, up with if, a pick. Go ahead. I was going to say, if you look at these top, what, like five, six picks, these are all guys that can contribute year one. Yeah. yeah. I mean? uh, we got Will McDonald, the uh, insanely athletic uh, edge from Iowa State. Uh, Ev's corner, Julius Brents, the long corner for Coach Desai. Zach Charbonnet, the wine guy from UCLA. Love his game. Get your power back with some wiggle. Ev's guy, Jordan Battle. I, I'm putting I'm putting in my propaganda, bro. Ev's oh, sprinkled his juice all center, over this center fielder. Oh, bro. Bro. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we we went we went for the uh, hometown guy in Wanye Morris. Uh, Oklahoma tackle. The- o- Obi Trice. Wanye. Corey Trice out of Purdue. Um, got an A plus for that one around six. Interesting. He he plummeted for the ninety fifth overall pick to go two hundred two. Gail, I'm telling you, there's something going on, bro. Even PFF, no. <laughs> Evan Evan checked the medicals. Uh, we went with, we went with uh, quarterback Max Duggan out of TCU. Oof. Uh, we might have got guy an A Kyler. plus if we yeah, taken is, Stetson. Possibly. Um, I'm saying Troy Brown out of old Miss Look at that. Look at that A that we got for Troy Brown, bro. I saved the draft at the end. Got us there, my boy. Dick says, uh, my grade F because you didn't draft Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're consistent, Vic. I appreciate you. Wow, man. Uh, thank you guys for the guys who stuck around in the uh, chat. Again, man, it's draft season. We're getting, I mean, you know, only the crazies. Only mm-hmm. the crazies. Uh, but before we get out of here, shout out to uh, Philly Sports Trips. If you're looking to make a trip anytime soon, check them out, phillysportstrips.com. 
Um, fo- make sure you follow them at, at Sports Trips PHL for more information. Um, they have a heard that the uh, Phillies game got postponed, so they're having a they're having a tailgate. Nice. I think that'll be on Friday. Maybe I can get out and go to that one. Mm. That'll be interesting. Nice. Um, I'm mad I didn't catch on the Philly sports trip to Houston. I know, man. Yeah. I'm mad. I'm a little mad. <laughs> I'm a little mad. Um, but shout out to uh, Bud Light as well for holding down, us down all year during the tailgates. Um, shout out to Concha Hawk and Italian Bakery. They just cele- celebrated their 50th year. Shout out to them. Uh, they're amazing people as well. Uh, but before we get out of here, last word, we'll start with the uh, the visitor of the day, Coach Walker, putting down his prospects, bringing the heat all show. Last word. Hey, I'm, I'm – it may not look like it, but I'm very ecstatic on what the future holds. Um, definitely been doing a lot of research into, you know, our new D.C., and the fact that we got, you know, not just a decision maker, but somebody with a legit PhD that understands the X's and O's and how to actually, you know, put our players um, in the places they need to be so we can succeed. Um, I'm, I, I can't, I can't wait for it. Um, boy, I think our defense, what we saw last year was just, just the, the touch of it. Um, we're about to get into all my DBZ fans. We're about to hit that uh, uh, Super Saiyan God mode this this season, man. <laughs> Love Very it. nice. Now, now. yeah, man. Hey, Coach, appreciate you coming on, bro. I was excited to have you on here to talk these underrated prospects of folks that you know we should get more eyes or attention on. But yeah, draft is getting close. This. I hate to even say that this is my favorite time of the year because clearly, like, the season is. But I really enjoy the opportunity to talk football, talk prospects, uh, just talk all of this stuff leading up to the draft and then be severely disappointed when the Eagles take none of the players that I want them to take, Hmm. uh, which is like an annual sort of thing that happens. So, you know, we do all of this talk and then scream at the computer for eight straight hours uh, as they don't take anybody. But I, I, I am excited, I think, to Coach's point. This defense is headed in the right direction. Um, and I feel like the side knows what he wants. Um, and shout out to East Coast Gridiron. Um, talking to Dante earlier as a Seattle fan, he mentioned that the side really played a big role in getting Tariq Willen to Seattle. So um, if he's already identifying those big, long, rangy corners that can really play in the NFL. Um, Ev has already given us Julius Branch, right? Like we just looked at Trice today. Um, there are a lot of these guys in this draft. There's a perfect draft for that. So geeked out, bro. Yeah. Um, as for me, I mean, the, I, I love the draft time as well, but I feel like uh, I'm just as guilty of it as anybody else. Of I feel like there's a lot of people that once you get a guy, you fall in love with a guy and then you can't be convinced, uh, you know, off a ledge uh, about that guy, you know, one way or the other. Uh, so I think that tonight's uh, podcast was kind of a good eye-opening uh, experience as far as uh, guys you haven't necessarily heard much about. And, um, you know, just opening your eyes and keeping your mind open to the possibility that the Eagles aren't going to take the guy that you want, which is probably in, you know, the, the probability. Uh, yeah. So follow up Mark and bead for MVP. Go Birds. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Um, shout out to uh... – <laughs> These yes, two guys who are uh, probably uh, arguing with each other right now. Like, I, I didn't know there was a damn 
impromptu show right now, but shout out to uh, Hollis and um, Prime. Uh, but uh, I want to give a shout out to Jordan Malata. Um, he's doing a, a an event, uh, Aussies for hey. Autism, a fundraiser. Uh, this will be April 22nd. Um, Jordan Malata will be out there with a food truck fundraiser uh, for autism. Come meet uh, Jordan Malata. And you can also meet some some of his special guests. Um, I'm not going to say uh, there might be a surprise singing performance. The guy has some pipes, if you, if you, if you haven't noticed. But um, this will be April 22nd. Bring the kids. It's a family-friendly event. Shout out to Jordan Mulata. Um, but yeah, last word, man. Uh, we're getting close to the draft. Um, it's only a couple weeks away. There's gonna there there could be some uh big trades, some big things going down. It could be Jalen Carter. You could, you know, screw the medical, screw the uh off field issues. We could have the DT of a lifetime. Um, and bring in more some Georgia dogs, whether Nolan Smith. Maybe they get crazy and they instead of zigging, they zag and go Bijan. <sighs> Imagine that. Evan would be excited. All the Bijan stands would be excited. Uh, but yeah, man. We'll see you guys soon, man. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles. <laughs> fly. <laughs> <laughs>